This is a podcast from meow.net. Meow! Connecting people working for cultural democracy in Europe and America, this is a culture of possibility. With Arlene Goldbard and Francois Matarasso. Welcome to episode 19 of A Culture of Possibility, a podcast about community arts, cultural democracy, all such things, co-hosted by Francois Matarasso and myself, Arlene Goldbard. I'm speaking to you from Lamy, New Mexico, which is in the southwest of the United States, and I'm going to turn it over to Francois to introduce himself. Hello, I'm Francois Matarasso. I'm speaking to you from the Morvan in central France and I'm very excited about today's episode because it includes two old friends, people I've been working with on uh, a fantastic prison opera project. Uh, Bruno, please introduce yourself. Hi everyone, Uh, I'm Bruno. I'm a saxophonist from Tumar, a city uh, at, uh, in the middle of Portugal, in the center of the country. Uh, and nowadays I'm working with SAMP and also with this uh, great team of uh, opera in prison and others, uh, many other projects that we have. Um, and this uh, place where we work, where this family where, uh, that we sit all day is in Pozos, Leiria, Portugal. And David. Hi, everyone. Uh, I am David Rami. I am from Cuba, but I live uh, here in Leiria. Leiria is a, it's a small town in, in Portugal, near to Lisbon, in the center of Portugal. And um, first of all, i sorry. I, I just have to say sorry. You are so brave to to listen uh, in Spanglish, <laughs> so I will try to speak sl- slow as I can because the the um, the thematic uh, it's it's very for me it's 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 touched me a lot. So it's a pleasure. It's an enormous pleasure be with you. And for us, we're so happy to have both of you here. Thank you so much. Um, Well, we're going to ask you to explain a little bit about the work that you do, and maybe we can start with Bruno, and Bruno can describe SAMP. Um, Listeners, we're going to put uh, links to the websites of these organizations on the meow.net website, so you'll be able to click on and learn more. But Bruno, maybe you could start by telling us what those initials stand for and what it is. Yeah, thank you, Erlene. Well, um, SAMP is uh, as uh, many other uh, kind of associations in uh, in Portugal is a philharmonic band and uh, it's um, it works with uh, non-professional musicians just a bunch of people that want to play nice and good music and uh, they play in the in the festivals in their own uh, uh, neighborhoods and uh, in the villages and, and so on uh, in some is one of the oldest in uh, in Portugal. Um, well, as a, a, a group of people that uh, works in the community, 
and works music for the community of course it, it will be uh, uh, something that can expect to happen in these kind of institutions that is to grow uh, to see them grow up and uh, to do a bunch of um, of uh, projects with the community well some does does it a bit further I think because it goes further in the communities well, our community is Pozos, uh, a small village near Liria. So we we aren't in the city at all. We are ne near the city, but not in the city. But we work with other communities uh, besides Pozos. And of course, we work with uh, inmates in the prison. And that's why we are, we are here uh, talking uh, about this. Um, but these projects began uh, in, uh, in SAMP after uh, School of Arts have appeared here and SAMP will uh, will have its uh, 150th anniversary uh, this year so it's uh, <laughs> a big thing uh, but the School of Arts it, it's, uh, it has only 30 years okay so it's very young School of Arts but uh, it started with uh, with uh, all kind of uh, performance uh, uh, arts, so music, the main thing. Of course, it's a philharmonic band, so it's normal to have the, the, the music as the, the central thing, uh, the central art of uh, everything that we do. But also with dance, with uh, with uh, uh, sculpture and paintings, and also theater. So our first uh, years of uh, of school work like that but afterwards uh, something uh, appeared differently uh, new courses uh, we, we began to, to, to work as a conservatoire that is usual to have around Portugal and other uh, European countries and nowadays we work uh, most, of the, most of the times as a conservatory of music okay but we left something working all the time that is the uh, music for babies and for their families so we start our project uh, in the school at the with the, with the birth of the, the the child okay when the baby uh, is uh, is born he can take his first lesson uh, like uh, four days after being birth <laughs> it's possible also we have courses for the pregnant woman, so they can start inside <laughs> of their mothers, okay? So, and um, those process and those courses that we have with babies, we learn about um, many things with them, of course, we, we can't expect them to learn more than, than we do because we learn a, a lot of things watching babies, hearing uh, what we are doing. Uh, and that the things that that we see that we learn we can take them and put it uh, to work with uh, other people or with inmates it's the same rules okay so uh, well uh, it's in in a simple way maybe david can speak better than me about that of course but uh, it's an important thing of samp it's school of school of arts working uh, with babies and also uh, with uh, young musicians who aspire to be professional musicians and all of this uh, 
happens in the in the same in the same uh, house and with all the, the all the other projects that are around us that we do Arlene? And, and Bruno, before before we ask David to tell us a little bit more about the um, pr prison work, um, can you tell us the short story of how you came to be involved in this work? Bruno. Sorry, didn't understand the, the question. Can, can, can you tell us how you came to be involved? Did you take classes as a student, or, or did you come there as an adult, as a musician? How did you get involved? Uh, well, to Samp, uh, I've started as um, a student uh, of an, uh, of an uh, university. I was studying to be a teacher and a musician. Of course, my course in a university was, was focused on that, being a professional musician and also a professional teacher of saxophone. Okay? And I started here watching classes and learning how to do those kind of classes. And of course, I learned that Samp is... Uh, uh, It's, it's a lot more than doing that, the, that classes. And afterwards, of course, uh, when you are involved uh, in, in, this, uh, in this kind of projects, you start to play as in a, another kind of uh, group artist. You start to, to work with, uh, with David and you do opera in prison. You start to, uh, to work with Raquel and then you go to um, uh, Novas Primaveras, that is a project to work with uh, the oldest people. And then you go to the hospital and then when you see it you are you are work, working with a, a lot of different artists and of course you are uh, a new artist uh, also you change what you do and you apply what you have been stu studying to be a professional musician you can play it to, with uh, inmates and with babies and well i just arrived here and let it go <laughs> i first uh, met samp in 2015 um when i met the Paolo Lamero, who's the artistic director. And what I think it's hard for, for Bruno to say, because he's part of it, is Samp has an extraordinary uh, an extraordinary group of people who are I've I've rarely seen people who whose work is so motivated by a really deep humanism, a really uh, where the people they're working with are completely the center of what's happening and the music that that is being made with them sometimes for them in if it's uh, concerts for babies or whatever it's it's fundamental and the the standards of quality are the highest that 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 you could imagine but it's always in the service of relationship with people And that's profoundly moving to, to, to watch and be part of. And just another little word of explanation about how it works. So to, there is part of SAMP, a big part of SAMP, which is, as Bruno says, a relatively um, conventional conservatoire music school. There are, I think, uh, 40 or 50 across Portugal, similar local music schools who are introducing children and young people to music and forming the next generation. Um, and that has funding from uh, the, the Ministry of Education to, to enable that to happen. What makes SAM so different to most of the other schools is the work that uh, Bruno was just talking about that ranges from 
reaching out to involve babies through to to the dying and and the bereaved and uh, that's um, much harder to to finance and often uh, happens without any any uh, grants at all but let's ask uh, David to talk about how the work in the prison which I again I first saw in 2015 how that came about and uh, what the the ethos of that that work has has been and can we ask David also to tell just a little bit of his story about how he came from Cuba to Portugal and got involved in this work yeah this is very this, this is very big it's uh, I have been jumping as a rabbit since 2001 that I was I were to I study uh, in Cuba I study music after that study theater and after that study cinema and I was uh, involved in the in the cinema institute in in Cuba so I start from never go out from Havana to go to to New York so it was uh, impressive uh, and after that, I was in, living in Canada, in Germany, in Italy, Spain, and I came here just for a week to to have a, a little vacations before going to to Florida, to Miami, to make a TV serial in 2008. So it has been a very long week. Uh, I I I rest a lot <laughs> this week. It has been a very good uh, week. So it's a, it's a way to resume the, the, the story. Um, going back to the Sam story and the prison story, it's important to say that the, the Baron de Viamonte, the Viamontes Baron, who was the um, civil governor of, of the city in 1873, uh, has a farm and has a, and has a lot of workers working there. And they ask... Uh, the, the, the boss to buy some instruments because they want to, to play some music in their free times on Saturdays, on lunchtime and Samp starts uh, in this day, this is Samp so 150 years after we can say that, that um, the Viamontes Baron was a, a social investor uh, with, <laughs> uh, with uh, uh, a man who wants to 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 get involved in the participatory art in in, in some way, uh, he gave the the tools to the workers, to normal people uh, who can be uh, in jail, elderly, kids, can be any one of of any project that we now are are doing. And 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 for me, it's always a, a pleasure to see that I'm still in the same way that this guys 150 years uh, ago. So, uh, working in, in this idea, uh, this house has, has an, uh, an enormous man, who's uh, Paulo Lameiro, who was a kid and was a student of, of SAMP, who was a Philharmonic uh, member, and they have a, um, uh, some Philharmonic men has a nephew in, in jail, in 1981, so this boy, this Paulo Lameiro, has no more than 17 years, maybe, and goes to the prison to play some music to, to, to this man. 
and he really well he was very he got a, a very big impact of of the the prison of the inmates and and I am sure that he 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 knows something he feels something about what music can can do inside a, a, a prison uh, otherwise it's another story my 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 father was a political prisoner and, and he said that the prison just was in silence one hour in the 10 years that he was in jail and it was the, the time when, when for the visit they, they, they gave a violin to, to the violinist uh, inmate and he plays violin for an hour. And my father always said it was the only hour in 10 years that the whole prison was uh, in silence. So uh, the, the effect of, of music uh, in sound of prison is it's, it's wonderful, it's, it's marvelous. It's, it's a place with a lot of noise, you know, very hard noises, very cruel noises. So when you put a, a violin, or in this case now, a soprano singer, uh, with her voice, it's a voice. It's natural. It's, it, all of all of us has has a voice, but no one of us is a soprano, you know. So when the, this kind of uh, special animal get in, into a prison, it's uh, it's amazing too. So uh, I think that that um, Paulo Lameiro boy was with an idea uh, in his mind, and we, when he got a, a man who can concrete uh, the ideas, uh, Sam started to work in prison in 2004. And I, I wasn't here. Paulo always said that the first time they were, were there to, to present a project of, of music inside the prison, of arts inside the prison, one inmate say, okay, everything, ah, Paulo uh, introduced uh, himself as, as a, a opera singer. He was an opera singer too. And uh, an inmate said, okay, man, everything Less opera. Opera? No. And Paolo, who is a man who, who loves to be provocated and loves to provocate the, the other, say, okay, so we're going to start an a pro, a opera project uh, inside the prison. So they made the first Don Giovanni for adults. Leiria has two prisons. Have the regular prison with adults, men's and women's. And we have the, the only prison in, in the whole Portugal who has inmates See, uh, between 16 and 21, 22 years. So this, this first um, Don Giovanni was in the, in the regular prison from 2004 until 2006. And after that, uh, we start to, to work with music as, as volunteers in, in this uh, young prison uh, in, in Leiria. So in 2000. Uh, so this is 10 years without any support of any government, any, uh, nobody wants to, to know. So in 2014, we won a parties with a Gulbenkian Foundation, and we set uh, Don Giovanni uh, inside the prison. And we discovered that for this generation is, is more impressive, maybe for, than for, for the others, working with, with opera. Uh, for me, has been a, a pleasure. I, I, I am, I have eight years inside the prison. I visit every inmate inside uh, uh, this, their cells 
to talk with them without any instrument, any music, uh, anything, just two people talking to uh, each other. And it's very impressive to, to, to see how uh, when, when, when the opera process is it's all, it's almost at the end, uh, they took off all the picture, beautiful picture of beautiful women that they have uh, in the walls uh, inside their cells, and they switch that, and, we, and you start to see score, a vocal score, in the same place when you have a, 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 a nude, beautiful blonde. Uh, so they switch the dreams, and, and it's, for me it's amazing when, when I saw something so important for the human being as, as, as a beautiful lady, and they switch that for a, for a score. So if the score is beautiful as the blonde, it's a miracle. It's, it's, a, it's real wonderful. So it's, this is impact for me. I, I, I think I don't have to talk too much. Uh, no? Thank you, David. So I saw that first uh, performance of Don Giovanni in the youth prison. And it's, let me take, explain a little bit about, uh, give an idea of what that prison looks like. Um, I guess there's about 200, 250 inmates in the, in the prison. It's, it's on a, what was once a farm. So there are some, uh, rather nice buildings from the 19th century, early 20th century, a vineyard, the, 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 the prison produces its own wine. And they used the, the purpose of the prison was education. So there were workshops for learning skills like bookbinding, ceramics, carpentry, and so on. But during the financial crisis, a lot of those activities were suspended. And now there's really mainly the farm as a, as a training opportunity. So the the space is quite big, but there are these derelict or semi-derelict buildings, um, and it's in in those buildings that the the Don Giovanni opera was performed um, in an extraordinary uh, situation with the, a mix of professional or semi-professional musicians playing in the orchestra and singing in the lead roles. And in fact, three of the of the singers who performed in 2015 came back and performed in the project which happened last month. Um, so there's been a real continuity. Let me say something also a little bit about the 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 inmates. They are they are young, and and I know that I'm now I'm <laughs> not young, so I'm very struck by how young they are. But they, you know, they're. Their children watching watching some of the rehearsals last month. Um, I would sometimes I I felt I was watching puppies. You know they they're always hitting each other, jumping on each other, hugging each other. They're just so full of energy and uh, uh, to have something like this to work on. You can see how much it it means to them. The other thing to say uh, they they. Uh, a significant uh, majority are people who whose heritage is in the former Portuguese colonies. So from Brazil, from Cape Verde, from uh, Angola, Africa, other other 
other former colonies. Um, so there, it's very difficult not to to feel this is a a very excluded group of of young men now um, whose lives have gone wrong very early in their in their lives, and then this project because of Paolo's love of opera he spent seven years as a baritone in the opera house at uh, in Lisbon before coming back to to his hometown and creating this this extraordinary program of of community music work um, he he has been able to to persuade people uh, who would normally listen to a whole range of of Different musics, um, but predominantly rap and and uh, and the traditional for folk musics of of other parts of the world. He's been able to persuade them that opera is uh, is extraordinary, and to see that that development has been um, really quite quite uh, quite special. So, Francois. Um your turn next because we want to ask you for some context to this is part of the traction project that you've been very involved in and I wonder if you might not want to start by explaining what that is and how this fits in and also tell us about your own role because unlike most of our podcasts here you're working on the the project too and and we need to let the listeners understand that so traction is a a research project funded by the European Commission through the Horizon program. So I, I put it like that because um, it, it is a, there are European cultural projects which are about cultural exchange and co-production between artists in different countries. But uh, this is different because the, the funding uh, is intended to develop knowledge the 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 project traction is about uh, trying to find ways of making opera uh, more socially inclusive and to uh, ensure that it it can modernize and and respond to the diverse and complex society that Europe is today a key part of that in terms of the project is the, the development of digital technologies and particularly uh, a platform uh, called Co-Creation Stage which was very much used as part of the, the uh, SAMP opera uh, that has been developed over the last uh, two and a half years. Co-Creation Stage is developed by um, a research centre in uh, the Basque country in San Sebastian, Donostia, called Vicomtech. And it is designed to allow uh, um, an operator, who in this case was Bruno, uh, and he'll be able to tell us about that, to to allow an operator to uh, weave together uh, uh, different uh, videos and other media sources from different places. So for the prison it seemed uh, a perfect tool because it allowed us to um, enable people who were on uh, in, in different places, some within the prison and some not in the prison, um, 
to be able to perform together. Just to, to, to finish with the context of Traction. So Traction is a big project. Uh, SAMP is one of three community operas that are being developed. Uh, there's also a community opera in virtual reality being developed by uh, Irish National Opera with community groups in different parts of Ireland. That will, will have its premiere uh, in August at uh, an arts festival in Kilkenny and then we'll be touring throughout the, the island of Ireland um, and we think that's, that probably is the world's first uh, co-created opera in virtual reality or at least we keep saying that and nobody says we did it first um, and the third project is with the Liceu Opera House in Barcelona, one of Europe's largest opera houses, a 2,300 seat auditorium celebrating its 175th anniversary this year and the production which will open the 175th anniversary year is called La Gata Perduda, which in Catalan means the lost cat and it's a creation uh, co-creation with the people of the neighbourhood immediately around uh, the Liceu, a neighbourhood called Raval, which is uh, famous for, it's a lot visited a lot by tourists to Barcelona, uh, but it's one of the most uh, dynamic, intense, complex neighbourhoods in, in the whole of Europe. In a square kilometre, there are 47,000 people living, uh, with uh, it's estimated the highest pr uh, number of of social organisations of any uh, urban neighbourhood in Europe, and half of the population uh, were not born, not just in Spain, they weren't even born in the European Union. So you're as likely to hear Gujarati or Tagalog being, or Arabic being spoken in Raval as you are to hear Catalan or Spanish. So these are incredibly complex, ambitious projects. And I have to say, I've been working on this for, for two and a half years. My, my role is twofold, partly supporting and guiding the three uh, opera co-creation projects um, and partly uh, writing the research about the work um, and of course it's all happened in the pandemic so uh, David and, and Bruno will be able to, to say a bit about the impact of the pandemic on the prison the times when they were able to, to work and then suddenly the, the prison would be closed and work had to be suspended and so on um, I have to say I'm now as we approach the, 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 the three productions, and we've already seen the first production in Portugal last month, in June, the work has, has exceeded my, my greatest hopes and expectations. I'm not an opera person. I don't, I don't understand opera well. Um, and I had a lot of doubts about how, how this could all work, how we could really make these things meaningful to people because that's what matters to me in the end are we doing something that is uh that actually 
connects and and has some has some sense for the people involved and is going to contribute to enriching their lives in a in a profound way or is it simply a something that that we're uh, deluding ourselves to try and and uh, interest people in things that really are irrelevant to their to their lives so that's the that's the the scale of the project and the prison project has been one of those so david and 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 bruno and i and, and the rest of the samp team have and the the people from the other uh two trials because a lot of a lot of the work has been uh helping the three community opera teams to know each other and to learn from each other and to share their own insights um so we spent a, a lot of time um uh working on this over the last three years I, I, to be honest there were there were probably times during the lockdowns and the pandemic when this was one of the things that was keeping me sane to be able to meet these lovely people on zoom and be working on something that was still happening thank you so much francois so we want to hone in on the opera project in the youth prison now and I, i'm going to call on david first and then bruno david to describe for us what is this opera how was it co-created what was that process like what what is it it was a very uh, crazy process as Francois said we we made a co-creation uh, process uh, co-creation when you think in co-creation you thinking in, in people thinking talking and doing with, with other people and it's exactly the opposite than a pandemic a pandemic it it's everyone in his home safe don't talk talk to each other don't uh, don't make movement don't don't hug don't don't make dance or theater or some improvisations so it's it's everything but pandemic so what's uh, uh, what's double uh, amazing process so we have uh, three composers in the process one libretist uh, writer and one stage stage director Uh, we start with the composers and the librettists uh, working with with the inmates uh, inside the prison. For uh, um, f- every composer was a week inside the prison alone with, with, with us with Sam, and in the last week of August they were the three with with all we all together trying to to know what we gonna do. After that, with um, with a uh, writer, with a librettist, that it was a very difficult work for him too, because once again we have pandemic. Uh, the, the all the prisoners in the world are trying to cut everything that put together the inmates and the outside world, their relatives, and we had to talk with the inmates. And after that, we go to Lisbon, 120 kilometers to talk with their relatives. So we are spreading COVID uh, everywhere. If we have, we were uh, a a bus to take off and land um, uh, COVID inside and outside the the prison. 
it was uh, an amazing work with a libertist um, knocking doors, the, the relatives' door. They are they were opening the their house's door, li do, looking and listening to to their lives, their their real lives. So uh, in. Uh, I don't. I don't want to hide uh, that sometimes I I saw the 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 families, the situation, the neighborhood, the houses, the way as they live, and you understand a little bit more why are they in in, in prison? You know they are very very bad conditions. That that for me, for example. I saw some houses that for me is just from, from third world, from, from Cuba, from Colombia, from Guatemala, from Mexico. But for, for my mind, it's not a, a, a first world place, some place when, when I, when I uh, were with, with, uh, with the writer. So the writer listened a lot. Uh, he, don't, he asked two questions, maybe three, but he listened and listened and listened and listened and listened and listened, and after that he he crossed all the information. He writes and he started to 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 work with uh, uh, three composers because the opera has this crazy thing that the uh, writer writes a lot, but after that after that they have to to fit uh, uh, in a musical note. Uh, so after that the composer are liberties too, and they start to. To cut here to put uh, another vocal, another w w uh, word that fits better with a, with a, with the score, you know. So they work a lot. At the same time, we were working with the inmates. We always work with the inmates uh, three times a, in a week. It was very hard in the pandemic. We have we have because we had to to work in their repertoires of the of every wing with four inmates, one hour. And after that, another hour with another four inmates. So it was uh, crazy. We have a, a Mozart pavilion inside the prison. It's, a, it's a, um, a city for doing arts. And it's created for doing arts with a, a better acoustic than in the repertoire, better, better space. It's, you know, if it's cold, we have heaters. If it's hot, we have uh, ventilator for ventilate the, the area. The floor uh, it's a, has a good uh, temperature. It's 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 cozy. You know, the the the, the floor of the repertoire is it's everything, but but it's not cozy. Uh, so it was a very hard work for for uh, a, a year and a half. You know, uh, it was very 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 hard. So after that, we start to, to work with 10 in Mozart Pavilion. After that, another 10. And just in the last six months or five months, we, we, we have two groups, a, a group, that is the group who goes to, uh, to main stage and to Gulbenkian Foundation, and another group that is the group that it will be uh, participating through the co-creation stage, uh, through the, the, the tool. Is these inmates that have to be inside the prison? They can go uh, out. And let me let me just um, say something here to to help uh, listeners understand a bit what the shape of the of the opera um, ended up being. Um, we did a we did a um, a kind of work in progress in June 2021. 
Um, and already we were trying the technology that, that allowed some people performing uh, inside the prison and some people performing outside the prison to be in the, uh, on, in effect on the same stage. Um, out of that, the, the, the big lesson was uh, to move away from realism. The original story was quite realistic about a mother with wait, waiting to see a, a, a child in, in the prison. And from the work that, that was done uh, by Carlos Antunes and Paolo... Kel Paolo Carlos Antunes was the stage director, Paolo Kellerman was the librettist. They worked with the, the, the inmates and from that, the story of... Ulysses and Penelope became the center of the of the um, uh, of the opera. So the story of of Ulysses, who is separated on a journey, and Penelope, who is waiting. So, if you like, it's a kind of mythic representation of some of the experience of imprisonment, the separation that that is so dominant part of of many of these people's lives. Um, so just to that so that's that's the the story that they worked on the we knew that we could not there were in the end there were about 30 inmates who performed in the opera um we knew they could not all perform in lisbon there were two performances inside the prison and two performances in a in a big concert hall in in lisbon so Half of the performers, what um, David David has just called the B group, um, they they performed in the Mozart Pavilion, which is the the, the room that Sant was able to refurbish in one of the old workshops to make a musical space, and uh, they were being filmed there, and the film was then projected onto the back of the the stage set which was two big white uh, uh, rectangle spaces one for Ulysses and one for Penelope and the the group from the the Mozart pavilion were in effect in in dramaturgical terms they were the chorus uh, like in a Greek chorus uh, from a, an, a, an ancient Greek play so they were commenting and and viewing the action on the stage where there were the professional uh, singers, four professional singers and a group of uh, 14 or 16 inmates performing with them. So that I just wanted to give the the the, um, the listener an idea of of what this actually was was shaped like. It ended up being an hour and a half opera with the music performed by the Gulbenkian Orchestra, which was a great uh, uh, moment to, to hear a 50-piece orchestra, first in the prison and then in, in the concert hall. But maybe we can go now to, to Bruno and you can say a little bit more about the technology and the, both the challenges and, the, and the, the opportunities that it created as a way to weave together this, this, um, this opera. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> so the, the tool, the digital tool that we've been working to uh, is uh, co-creation stage. 
um, and uh, it fits uh, quite well in one of the, our um, needs uh, because in the last operas uh, there were always uh, something m uh, a lot with a lot of importance that it was to say to the to the guys that okay you are 30 you can do all the opera in here inside the prison but afterwards when you go out to the Gulbenkian stage to a very beautiful stage uh, with professionals all around us in uh, even larger orchestra well some of you won't go just that and uh, we always uh, are, we are always, uh, always at the end of the moment to, to, to know who are the ones that are going and the ones that are, aren't coming with us so it's it's very hard so these two managed to uh, to work around this issue and it managed uh, with the, the possibility to do it artic artistically because of course we don't need any new tools to put a camera a simple camera a simple microphone and get their images images and the the singing into a projection and uh, to a video wall or something like that it's not difficult we have a lot of tools to do that but you need to do it with uh, an artistic purpose uh, you were saying francois that they were the, the guys in Mozart pavilion were the choir well if i wanted to do that with uh, any kind of um, video conferencing tool well i needed an uh, an extra tool uh, an extra video mixer or something to to work around with it and it will be with uh, uh, some uh, issues with the with the sound because the video conferencing uh, software is not for singing and for playing you know that uh, i think <laughs> a lot of people know that now because of the pandemic situation um, but um, the co-creation stage allows us allowed us to um, to play. Well, I'm the operator, but I play. I, I, my my instrument in this opera was Mozart Pavilion. Okay, so I was the guy that decided to play Mozart Pavilion, and they were live. They weren't uh, a pre-recorded video. They were there, actually. And that affects a lot what they, these guys felt about their participation in the opera. Before, there were no participation at all. With this, they were participating. And with this tool, I believe that it were more... Uh, we, we have achieved um, something further. They felt inside of the job. Okay? They felt inside of the, of the stage. They did, didn't it felt that, okay, those guys are going to uh, go back and they will have a very nice meal, we don't. They will have uh, a very nice place to get dressed, we won't. They will have a lot of things that are very nicer than the prison and even was a pavilion that is a, a better place inside the prison, of course, but it's not go back and of course. I felt from these guys that they didn't saw things like that this time. Okay, they felt, okay, what I'm doing, I must do it well, because I'm on the stage. I'm there. Okay, I'm <laughs> 100 kilometers away, but I'm there, and I have to do my part. 
and uh, their the energy to do it were a lot uh, different than the other operas before. Uh, of course, this had some, um, <laughs> well, some hard things to do, uh, but n uh, well, first, uh, the first thing that we, we found is that um, well, CC stage is, um, is web-based, so it, he has some, some uh, uh, coding that other softwares already uh, have. And the first thing that we noticed is that the sound had the same issues that uh, we, we were having using Google Meet or Zoom or uh, Skype or uh, whatever uh, video calling software you can use. So when you play a musical instrument in those softwares, the sound gets, uh, gets lost. Well, uh, some pitches gets lost. Some uh, the, the 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 volume. The if we play strong notes, then piano notes. Well, these video conferencing systems they won't allow you to to hear the difference in the in the performance. So the first thing that were were, were changed were that. So we have a clean feed of the audio, and if the the musician plays a forte. It will sound like a forte. If it plays a piano, it sounds like a piano. If it plays in a, in a guitar, all notes, it, we will hear them all. And before, we didn't have it. So that was the first issue to, to, to solve. Then we had, uh, uh, we still have another uh, big issue, that is the speed connection inside the prison. Of course, there is a very uh, speedy internet inside of the prison, but you can't use it for security issues, of course. Uh, when we ask uh, for the, the prison director if you can use it, they'll say, well, you have it, but you can't connect anything to it because it is a very uh, security um, um, codings and, after th and other things, so we couldn't use them. And we couldn't build a network, a new network there also. So we had to use a mobile network that you use with phones. It's very common here in, in Portugal and uh, uh, Europe. Uh, uh, more uh, nowadays uh, around the world, but in Europe is more common than in other countries. Uh, it's where we have the 4G and the 5G and all, all of that. But the antennas for the internet are in uh, special positions for the city, <laughs> not for the fields <laughs> around the city. And the prison is out of the city. It's very near, of course, but it's out. So the internet sometimes is quite good, but sometimes is quite <laughs> bad, very low connection. So we had to, to manage that. And uh, for this opera, we had uh, eight hotspots with mobile internet for all the computers that were working to, to, to have only <laughs> two video streamings <laughs> okay so it was crazy uh, if, well, if we had a, a better internet of course it would, it would be uh, uh, less hard work but uh, we managed it and of course there are all, uh, there are still something uh, some some issues to, to solve. Uh, the main ones uh, have uh, to do with uh, with the speed connection. So if we don't have upload uh, bandwidth uh, that is strong enough in, and stable, then you ha will have cuts in the, the video, will, will have cuts in the audio, and you don't want to, to have that. The, the image will be poor, it won't be uh, HD or full, full HD, of, uh, for instance. 
Um, but there are all some other issues to, to, to get along. But the, the things that are working better is that you can decide and you, you, you can plan um, the scenes quite well. And you can plan uh, as many as you want it. Uh, so you can uh, you can have a scene with uh, guys and the professional singers in the main stage singing, and then Mozart Pavilion uh, being projected or no. Then in the next scene it's Mozart Pavilion. You can change it all the time very easily uh, with other kind of uh, of tools. I think it will be um, more difficult, and you will need. A lot of professionals, uh, professional for the video, professional for the audio, professional for the cables. <laughs> I don't know how many professionals do we need. So I'm not a professional of that. I'm a saxophonist, and I was able to put it to work. So I believe, believe that it will be uh, uh, a tool that that can be used uh, for artistic purposes. Okay. Um, of course, that was another big issue that is. Uh, some team and our artistic minds because we're always pushing it through uh, the to the to the most difficult uh, sets so uh, CC stage wasn't first at the first uh, uh, it, it wasn't thinking uh, the, the the makers wanted wasn't thinking to, to that it would be possible to, to to try even to try to to have musicians from different places playing together that wasn't the objective it was to be uh, to uh, to turn turn it possible to have musicians or actors that were in two places performing in the same show, not altogether, because that is very difficult, of course, because of latency or, or so on. Okay, but we do it. <laughs> we still do it. We arranged a way to do it, um, and that, of course, pushed the. Push it the, the the software to to the limits, of course, and I think that was good also because Mikael and uh, its Vicom team also uh, get allowed to 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 find another issues because of that. If you use it in a simple way, so you know, with this tool you can project for images for videos. Okay, then you turn off the 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 sound of the first one, then the, on the other one, and go on and go on. Well, it's a simple way. The image is always there, so. We have an opera. No, sorry, we are some. We are not doing that. <laughs> We're going to have a vertical wall with a vertical um, image video. So we you need to change something in the, <laughs> in the, the co-creation stage coding to to make that possible. And we want uh, white transitions, and we want, and we want, and we want. And of course, we contact uh, done a, a lot of work to to make that possible, and that became uh, became special to to find that were uh, that still were uh, there were another issues to 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 being being solved if we didn't do the the, the things in that way we didn't found them thank okay. you so much bruno <laughs> i know D david wants to talk let me just contextualize for a second cuz we're we're near an hour and um and um so we're in the last part of our conversation um, and what I wanted to ask you guys, and I think Francois may have something to say about this too. I mean, technologically, in terms of co-creation, you're just pushing all the envelopes there are, and especially, you know, doing it in the middle of the pandemic. Our listeners, our people who are involved in this kind of work or support this kind of work or study this kind of work, 
all, all over the place. And what they're going to want to know is, so what did you learn from this, you know, beyond how to surmount the, the specific challenges uh, that, that you've already mentioned? What is the impact of this? And what are the implications of this for the future? Like, does having this experience make you say, okay, now we want to do... And, and there's a whole other story that's unfolding. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call on David first because he can fold in the point that he was raising his hand about if he wants to, and he can answer my question, and, and then you two guys can answer as well. It's just um, uh, to add a little thing about the CC stage allows um, to have all the three trials together. So Irish National Opera, and uh, Liceo de Barcelona participates in our opera too. It, it, has, a, it has a specific weight in our performance. A, a, a Irish national opera with a professional artist that is working with, with, their, with their opera and uh, a non-professional artist from, from Barcelona, from El Liceo, uh, who take, took part uh, both in, in this process and the, in, the, in the final performance. That for, for me it's it's amazing too. It's 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 a tool. It's not just to be used in, in, in just one sense. And the whole project and uh, and now we'll talk a little bit about the impacts and conclusions. Uh, I was talking when when we after the performance we we were talking and Francois Francois were were with us too making like an evaluation with the, with the inmates and I was talking that uh, sometimes we, we plant a seed that we don't see the, the tree and the, and the fruits are not for, for us. And for example, I think this is one of, of these cases. I think that any one of these 13 mates will eat anything about that, what they, they, the seed that they plant. But it's important when you make a, an artistic project, it's not just a, a, the idea, uh, in not just two ways, it's, it, it's not uh, art, artists and, and inmates. Uh, the relatives are important, the society is important, uh, the, the justice in this case uh, is important, and you have to, to involve all of them. It's, that is why we have uh, choir of the of the workers of the prison, because they have to sing too. No, because they they need to be with these inmates in another way. We need another relationships that is not with, with a tag. We don't need tags, and it was very important that in the in the performance in in Leiria performance and in Lisbon too, we had people who decides the future of these inmates. Judges, ministry, uh, secretary, secretary of state, that are the men who has the tools to change the the, the rules uh, and and to change the the ideas of how a prison has can be, how an inmate can be, and the most important, what we have to do to to have an inmate to get into the society again, and we have sources with this. And these actors uh, on the stage are maybe more important than, than Sam, for example. We have to, to be the, the right ingredients to make a good soup. And maybe the, the most important for them 
is opera, is to have a, be a very good impact with opera. Maybe no, maybe they don't listen an opera again. They, I don't know, maybe don't want to, to know about opera. Maybe opera is uh, in their mind as something that they lived when, we, when they were in jail, in a, in a bad moment. I don't know if, if they want to, to remember opera as, as, a, as a music, as a genre of, of, of music, no, as, a, as an art. I know that these three years with David, with Bruno, with Arlene, with Francois, with a lot of people, changed their minds and they will remember a lot of time. I, I'm sure of that. Yeah. Thank you. I'll just, I'll just um, thank you, David. There's a, you, you put me in mind. I'll just tell one story because this is a huge project. Um, and the the impact and the consequences are far-reaching. And as as uh, David said, it was it was very important that not only the Minister of Justice but the the former Minister of Justice and the Minister of Culture were all attending the performance in Lisbon to see what what had been done. But at that performance, I was I was looking for my seat, um, and. Uh, a, a guy got up from the end of a row. He was a black guy, very smartly dressed, and he helped me. He's a young guy. Helped me, showed me where I, where I should be, and I was one seat away from him. And then one of uh, David and Bruno's colleagues, Lara, came to sit next to me, uh, and she was talking to him a little bit in uh, as we were waiting to for the thing to start. She told me afterwards, "There's a moment in in the opera." when there is an inmate in the Mozart pavilion in Lyria and he's reading a letter that he's written to his mother and his mother is on the stage in Lisbon and so they're looking at each other, they can see each other through the, the co-creation stage and at a certain point the, the young man in, in the prison is saying to his mother does this feeling ever go away will this feeling of loneliness of separation will it ever pass and the young man sitting beside us in the auditorium said half under his breath but directly to the to the young man in the prison on that he could see on the screen he said yes it does because this young man had been in Don Giovanni and he had come back to see what his friends his former uh, co-inmates were doing and there he was and the, as soon as it finished he rushed down to the stage to, to, to shake hands to, to congratulate to you know but for me it's a, it's a tiny moment but was also a huge moment because he wanted to tell them, yes, it does go away. I, I have got past that. And I think those experiences, all of us who've been part of the project will have seen and heard similar things. This has been a profoundly moving experience for everyone involved. Bruno, do you want to say a little bit about what what is going to happen in the prison now? Because, of course, we can't leave people 
uh, at this at this point, this huge achievement. So, what is Sam going to do now? Well, I, I believe that Devi is better than me to say <laughs> anything more about that. I know that the, the work is still being done. Uh, as an operator, I have a mission of getting all the gear back to, and to <laughs> to clean it and everything. So uh, David is still working with with, uh, with the guys for now. The, they asked for us to to to, to wait for a, a week, uh, I think, uh, because they had uh, another activities that were stopped uh, because of their opera. So they had to to put it uh, all uh, along now. And, and uh, we are doing evaluation uh, about what uh, what they feel about the the, um, the the opera about what they achieved about what they they, they do and about the what what about the, they see um, and they listen so uh, these next days are important for for that and it's, it's an important uh, work for us too to to feel the right way as they, the they they they, they lived, because uh, we are always trying to see uh, uh, how the, the guys are uh, managing to, to do the, the this with us, and this is not just for opera, of course, it's for another uh, reasons of of course, and um, in, we need some time to to digest it and <laughs> to talk about it. Um, and uh, this, these next days are important for that. But there are a lot of things. I just wanted to say something about uh, the, the the last question that it, uh, about uh, the what we've learned and what we are going to to do uh, afterwards. And um, there is a story that I, I can tell you uh, about that. I think it's a, a summary of what we can do and we must do. Uh, after being with these with these uh, with these boys doing opera, so there was uh, a guy, a very simple guy, that uh, always wanted to play uh, some notes on the piano before the rehearsal starting. So, what what were, were uh, each day? They weren't uh, different. Every day he would arrive earlier than the others, and we will ask. Uh, from some of us, can I play the piano? Can I play some notes? And then an opera singer, or David, or me, or the Anna Raquel, the, the maestrina of the, the choir, go next to him and okay, this is the, the notes for the happy birthday song, and then and this for the another song. And, and they began to, 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 to play and to, to talk about what he wanted to, to learn about that. So what are the challenges? The challenge is, is to, to, give, uh, to find a way to give a hand. Just this. And I had a job to do after the opera. That was is going to... The job was me going to the Mosa Pavilion, to the prison, and get all the cameras, get all the cables, get all the computers, clean them, put them all together to check if there are the, all the, the gear that is there, if nothing is lost or uh, damaged. And I could do it all by myself. I didn't need help from anyone. But I just remember, well, maybe I just can ask for this guy to be with me, as to, to the patron director. I need the help. I need a hand. So maybe this guy will be better than the others. I don't know. I feel that it will be nicer. So 
you just stay there <laughs> playing the piano all the time for the two hours that I was okay. putting the cables together. That's what a, a great story. Thank you, Bruno. Um, David wanted to add something. It's just to say that we, we still have our final performance on November 26th, so all of you are invited. You can, you can come and you will be very good received, all of you here and all the people who are uh, listening, who will listen to uh, this. And after that, we want another uh, parties. Now it's parties art for change. It's with mixes with Fundação uh, Gulbenkian y La Caixa de Barcelona. So we have until 2025 working inside the Joe's prison, Leiria Joe's prison. And of course, we will use the CC stage and all the tools. Uh, electronical and mental and, and from the hard tool that, that all that we learned in these uh, three years that have been amazing. How great, how great that you know you have a whole other project going forward. That's fantastic. Well, you know, you guys, I want to thank you especially because I'm in the United States, the world's biggest prison population, <laughs> the most degrading, terrible conditions and the least support for doing anything that engages prisoners as human beings, and there's a lot of artists trying to work here in prison settings. I, uh, I don't mean to say that they aren't, but they aren't. They aren't resourced. They aren't welcomed. They don't have access, the, the way you're talking about, and it's so inspiring to hear how heartful and deep and intentional what you're doing is and how successful it has been for everyone, for all those groups you mentioned, not just the prisoners and the guards and their families, but the people who are making policy that can affect how prisons are and the people who work on the project, like yourselves. So I, I want to give you a big thank you and say that you're going to inspire quite a few people in the U.S. to contact you. I would not be surprised. Thank you. And I know that the opera has been filmed and a documentary is being made and that's part of what will be shown on the 26th so of November so I I hope that if not now later in the year people will be able to watch the opera online and have a sense of what this this was all about because in a way it is one of those things where we can talk a lot but it's hard to capture quite what an intense and human and moving experience it was yeah. And as I said, we will put links, so um, I, I, we have the traction links and so forth, but you guys, if there's anything that you want to link, just um, send me the URL, and you have a week or so, and, and we'll be sure to get it up for everybody. Thank you all so much for being with us. Yeah, thank you. It's been a great delight. Thank you a lot. Thank you a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. See you. Now that you've heard the podcast, you can go to the website to find out more details, including references and links. The website's at meow.net. That's M-I-A-A-W dot net. See you there.